Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. The road to money in the bank. And to a degree, SummerSlam is on the horizon as well. Uh, and uh, we had a couple more qualifiers on Monday Night Raw last night. Vince McMahon made another appearance, which we'll talk about as well. Uh, one of the matches there at Money in the Bank, a title match, has been changed. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about all that. But first, the ongoing investigation into Vince McMahon and Hush Money continues. Yes. And uh, there's been some more fallout from that, Larson. Yeah. What's going on? So, uh, of course, not only was Vince McMahon named uh, uh, in this investigation, also head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis, John, John Ace. Laurinaitis. And last night, uh, PW Insider reported that quote WWE issued a memo to talent this evening following Raw announcing that Bruce Pritchard is the interim head of talent relations going forward. Uh, PW Insider continues, and that quote pending conclusion of our board director's internal investigation, John Laurinaitis has been placed on administrative leave uh, shortly thereafter. Uh, Feifel, Sean Ross Sapp tweeted, quote, Feifel confirmed that talent were informed that Bruce Pritchard is now interim head of talent relations. John Laurinaitis was placed on administrative leave. Uh, I'm, the only thing surprising about this is this didn't happen sooner. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah, like you pretty much on, yeah. was it on a Wednesday when that story broke, the, the Wall Street Journal one? Does the... You'd think like Thursday... He Here's some reckless him. speculation, Larson. Right. If you if you have some sources on this one, it'd be great. Um, does the timing on this, the fact that it didn't happen immediately, does that speak to um, maybe the realization that oh, this investigation might be kind of serious? I wonder if anything's happened between now and then, or between then and now, or then and last night, or if this was just sort of like okay, let's wait a couple days, see how this plays out, and then we'll we'll take some action. I wonder. I there, look. There's no way that you and I are gonna know, but no. I just thought it'd be interesting for conversation. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it's one of those things where they were. They were just kind of like, well, let's give it a couple days, and then we'll we'll see how things are kind of going, or or if, his, if this was a decision that was maybe made pretty quickly. But 
not implemented till a couple days later, you know, to let the initial heat subside a little bit. Mm-hmm, yeah. But uh, it's interesting hearing about who's aware of the Vince McMahon stuff. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I spoke to my parents last night. They know all about it. Yeah. Right. You know, um, this well, my dad, the going in raw inside. Yeah. Know about it I mean, and, and like my I parents did. don't watch wrestling, but they know about it. Um, so it's, it's interesting to see how uh, mainstream news has been covering this story. You know, mm-hmm. I think we're, yeah. we're fairly used to talking about things from a very specific viewpoint, that being the world of pro wrestling and the journalists who cover it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. to also see, you know, various uh, mainstream news outlets cover this. What Meltzer was on CNN last week, I believe, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, um, yeah he zoomed in. It's yeah. and to see that this is getting a, a, a pretty massive spotlight on it uh, because of that coverage is interesting. Um, part of the Fightful Select article. It's a good read. Um, uh, had a funny quote here. Uh, he uh, talked to several former and current talent there in WWE. Sean did. Uh, it said uh, former and present talent alike chimed in with one saying Vince only knows three people, which is is so is such a funny joke because it's like it's Vince, it's Johnny Ace, it's Kevin Dunn, it's Bruce Pritchard. Like, yeah. why are there no other people? Like Bruce, what well, you're telling me, Bruce Pritchard is like this is just something else you're gonna saddle on top of him. I know, I know. Didn't he have health health problems yeah. relatively recently? Yeah. Now you're gonna put this and whatever conflict of interest there might be. Now the guy who is as as Sean here puts it, the creative yeah. filter between yep. you know talent and Vince. Yep. Um, you're gonna saddle Bruce with this? I know. Now I know. Like he doesn't have enough going on. Do they think that little of the job that Johnny Ace does that Bruce Pritchard, who already has the load he has, can now just take those responsibilities too? Those responsibilities are so minimal that somebody can just sort of take those also. I maybe I don't know. Like that's nuts to me. It's 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 like man. This is sort of the problem with WWE that I perceive in the first place. And it's funny because this it's it's sort of I don't know. I think it speaks also to the Brock Lesnar being the the uh, uh, break glass in case of emergency guy. Yeah. You know, yeah, is that they haven't built anybody else who can be a stadium draw. Yeah. And uh, and maybe it's because there's three people. You know, for the last several decades, I know Bruce and Johnny Ace have been in and out. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's just nuts. It's like, what? There's nobody else in the company that could be elevated to this role. Yeah, like, there's nobody below Johnny or, Ace. There's or that nobody they can bring in from the outside. They can bring in. Like, it's got it's got to be Bruce Pritchard. What the I fuck know. is? Going on? I think it's I don't it's, it's it is crazy. crazy. It is crazy. It's like, oh hey, uh, you're already working 80, 90 hours a week. Here, here's a whole another full-time job to drop on you, you know? Bruce, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, another interesting uh, bit here from this was uh, uh, that several talent currently working on the, under the assumption they're not going to have to do business with Johnny Laurinaitis again, with John Laurinaitis, Johnny Ace again, um, which uh, seemingly from every, everything that we've read, uh, I think people would be happy about. I don't yeah. think I've heard one person say a good word about John Laurinaitis. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I don't think I have either. No. No, mm-hmm. not at all. I uh, mean, and it's funny also, like if Stephanie is actually the CEO, Nick Khan's actually the president, wouldn't you think that they would be like, hey, let's bring, can we bring somebody else in for this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it seems like, okay, well, it's going over to Bruce. That seems like a very Vince McMahon thing. I know, I know. Now, maybe I'm wrong. I don't, I've never been backstage there before, but like we've read a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. If it, it, you know, it would seem to be a situation where, you know, just from the optics standpoint, if they want to show, hey, Stephanie is operating and Dick Khan are operating independent of Vince McMahon, and maybe this will come down the line. Maybe it's a situation where, like, all right, we gotta get Laura Nattis out out of here. Bruce, do this for like three weeks until we can find someone to be a more permanent replacement. Who knows? Mm-hmm. In which case, you know, have Stephanie and 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 or Nick Khan announce the new hire. Yeah. Um, to show that, that you know, hey, we're not just here listening to Vince. We're operating independently. You know. Yeah. Right. And Vince is doing every. We can dive into uh, talking about this now. Vince is seemingly doing everything to indicate that he's he's there. <laughs> this not only not- that he's there, that it's that it's of the utmost importance that he's there and continues to be there. Right. 
Like if publicly speaking, the public like the 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 the, the face of this would would lead the public to believe there is he's still he's still there. Mm-hmm. He hasn't stepped down. Um, so now and, I, I I just mentioned earlier that the mainstream coverage of this story, you know, people who might not watch wrestling are aware of it. That being said, I wonder what percentage of the people in the crowd last night who uh, who cheered Vince when he came out. I know we talked about the kind of Pavlovian response. You hear no chance in hell, you stand up. You know, um, What percentage of people there are aware of this investigation and to what degree? You know, there might be some people there who have no idea what's going on. I think tons of people there have no, like don't watch this show, don't listen to it. I think there's, there's plenty of people who do. I've always speculated sort of, don't you think it'd be like the same percentage of people who would know who Kenny Omega is if he showed up in WWE? It's like the same, like people who are clued in to anything beyond WWE. And I honestly think it's probably like, I don't know, 70, 30, like 70% of the people don't because they were just there to bring their kids. They remember when Stone Cold Steve Austin was a thing. They come out, they cheer, maybe 60, 40, maybe 50, 50. I don't know, but I get the feeling that there is a split yeah, because yeah. when we, when we go to those, you know, we obviously we, we get people who know who we are because they, they do the internet stuff, mm-hmm. but you know, obviously there's a ton of people who simply go there to take their families yeah. They have a good time and you know they buy some stupid merch and they don't pay and, attention uh, to the news surrounding the industry. Yeah. They cheer the good guys and they boo the bad guys, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh I I get the feeling it's probably that. I mean, like you said, I know that there's there's mainstream coverage of this and those people are probably a bit more clued in, I guess now because of that. But uh but yeah, I don't know. It's not like, I mean, I don't know. It's salacious to a degree because an unfair was had and sexism sex was had. But like, it's not, it's not like he's been accused of some of the stuff he's been accused of in the past, like gnarly stuff, you know? Um, so maybe, I don't know, people are like, yeah, whatever. He's just being investigated by a board. What's a board of directors? He's being investigated by a board. <laughs> I don't know. People are stupid, man. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's, let's talk more about the, the content of Vince, of what Vince said, because again, there wasn't much there. He comes out and announces something I think we were already all well aware of that John Cena was going to be at John Cena's 20th anniversary celebration oh, next week. Yeah, this was just him. Yeah, so let's dive further into the psychological analytics of Vince McMahon. Oh, man, did uh, he have a spring in his step or what? He jumped <laughs> off the ring steps on his way out, man. Memed himself right into uh, yeah into Reddit and all that kind of stuff. There's all sorts of great stuff that, that's still of him yeah. midair and people are doing all that shit on Twitter. It's great. Um yeah, he had he had a super spring in his step. I think he's in a really good mood for some reason. I think I think he's like, hey, if I get through the, I, I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know. I mean, it's it's obviously equal parts ego, trying to say something, make a statement, trying to prove a point. You know what did he say on on Pat McAfee's show? He likes confrontation, and if he if he thinks there's a fight ahead of him, that might get yep. him hyped up. Yeah, and yeah. if he thinks, well, if I'm in a position now where I have to fight for my fight for my company and fight for my job, essentially. Mm-hmm. That might get him hype. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. But he came out last night and with more energy. Because for years, it seemed like whenever he had to come out in front of the crowd, it seemed plainly obvious he did not want to be there. There is a big chunk of time when it felt like an obligation to him. Yeah. And last night, he was relishing it. I, You know, I'll honestly, dude, part of it might be, part of it might be, uh, because honestly, ever since ever since they came back live, you know, uh, since live audiences were, were allowed to be back, yeah, he's had that spring in his step. Even even being like he volunteered to be on TV with Austin Theory, that was mm-hmm. that wasn't any he could That's have true. not done that. Um, and he seemed to enjoy doing that. Um, before before pre pandemic, he there there was a period of a couple of years when it just felt whenever you saw him it was like he doesn't want to be there. Yeah, I think these days I don't know if it's maybe he knows that he's coming towards the end of his time, which would be kind of surprising because I feel like people like him think they're going to live forever. Yeah. Um, but uh, I so I kind of doubt. I don't really think it's oh he knows the end is near, so he's taking like a victory lap and he's saying goodbye, he's getting in while he can. I don't think it's that at all. No, I don't think that's it's that I, either. I think this I don't is think him. he thinks that he's going anywhere. No, he, he if anything he's reminding everybody that why he sh- needs to stay. Mm-hmm, yeah, I don't think this yeah. is any sort of victory lap. I don't think this is him saying any sort of final goodbyes because he knows he's on his way out. This is him. I, I, 
at this juncture, I'd not be surprised if we get Vince coming out for these these short promos with seemingly no point to him. Yeah, yeah. for weeks now, just so yeah. he can come out, he can get that adulate, adulation, he can get that pop, mm-hmm. and and remind himself that in his mind he thinks he's probably bulletproof. Yeah, and if he goes out there week in and week out and gets pops, that he could say, "Look, look how valuable I am. You can't get yeah. rid of me. Yeah, you can't get rid of me." Yeah. And I think he's going to be, you know, if this was, if, I don't know, I, I, I'll, I'd be surprised if it led to his ouster at this point. I really would like just thinking about it. I don't know, man, the, the rich people at his level and with his, he, he is, he, he's always come off as a bit bulletproof, you know? And that's one thing that succession <laughs> goes over. And I think they capture it fairly accurately. Yeah. yeah. It is hard to get rid of a dude who has been at the top of that of of this type of business for so long, and 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 so publicly? Yeah, um, it's difficult to get rid of those dudes. Yeah, it's difficult you know. for uh, rich, powerful people to uh, uh, be held accountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. And it's know, a bummer because sometimes they do really awful, horrible things. Horrible, yeah. horrible things. And yeah. then you just got to hope at some point. All right, they're held accountable. Hmm. They look at the they look at the business aspect and it's a it's a risk reward assessment or whatever it is you know it's like yeah. oh well Vince McMahon we kind of need him to for these billion dollar deals you know what what you know Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. So anyways, also, uh, Rhea Ripley is out at Money in the Bank. Is there any more info on that? So Bianca Belair cut a promo at the beginning, said that Rhea is not going to be medically cleared by the time Money in the Bank comes around. Money in the Bank is, uh, what, two weeks away now? Yeah, on the second. Um, <clears throat> but I don't, I don't think we've heard anything about the nature of her injury that I recall at least. Um, so I this kind of came out of nowhere, at least for me. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I I was kind of surprised to begin with that they were going to have Rhea be Bianca's uh, feud for Money in the Bank. I thought they would save that for the fall, let mm-hmm. Rhea get some wins under her belt with Judgment Day, build mm-hmm. her up, and then have that feud. Mm-hmm. Um, considering that Bianca's not going to lose that belt anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I don't know. 
I mean, look, this could be any number of things. We're not going to mm-hmm. speculate. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the most obvious things that I, I don't think is out of the realm of possibility to, to speculate because we have distinct timelines for that stuff is just COVID. You know, I mean, I don't know in terms of what the protocol is these days. I always thought it was like 10 days um, that mm-hmm. you had to, uh, you know, the quarantine or whatever. So uh, Joe Hansen said Rhea got her teeth knocked out the last pay-per-view. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Um, so yeah, who knows? Uh, we'll hopefully get some info about that. Hopefully Rhea Ripley's doing okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever the situation is, the main event of Raw last night featured Oscar versus Becky Lynch <clears throat> in a Money in the Bank qualifying match. This is the second match for uh, Becky Lynch um, uh, of the night. Also, uh, wait, Oscar was in the five way, wasn't she? Yeah, 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 yeah both of them were the five way, yeah. and then both were the main event. Yeah, yeah, and Oscar. Got the pin on Becky Lynch, clean as a whistle, and uh, and so Oscar's moving on to Money in the Bank. Yeah, it wasn't even her finish either. Just I kick know. Kick to the head. Kick to the head, and that did it. Yep. Um, and uh, and Becky, of course, the last shot I believe on Raw was her, you know, looking about as down in the dumps as she possibly could be. Not quite. Maybe rock bottom for Becky, but getting yeah. getting pretty close to it. She's not even going to be in Money in the Bank. She's on the poster. That's the point she made. Yep. She's on the poster, but uh, she's not going to be, at least right now, in a match at Money in the Bank. What role do you see for Becky at Money in the Bank if she's going to appear on the show? So What was uh, that face you just Oh, uh, Maggie was uh, put the, a link to a Sports Kita article where Rhea tweeted out, this is from how was the date on that? I don't know what the date is. Uh, her getting some dental work done. Oh, the, the okay. The said tweet is knee one, teeth zero, and she thanks the the dentist that apparently was doing the repairs. And someone else posted a, a still of her knee hitting her right in the face. Ooh. Um. Wow. So I mean, it could be that she can't uh, risk any contact to the face for some number be, of days and yeah. allow the teeth to reset or something. Anyway, yeah, what'd you ask be. me? That could be. Uh, Becky Lynch not going to be in Money in the Bank oh, match. Not going to be in they'll the have Money like in a Bank. last chance four way match or something like that for for the final spot. I'm guessing, and, and I mean, it's possible she could win that, or it's possible that she could not. You know, if if the idea is when is Becky going to reach rock bottom? Um. So, uh, and it, I mean, in the event that she's not on the card. That'd be weird. That'd be really Yeah, weird. you got to think she'd find a way to interject herself somehow. If Even if it's like, you know, if, if she's looking at Asuka as the, the bane of her existence right now, as the, the source of her problems, mm-hmm. uh, maybe costing her money in the bank, um, yeah. possibly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, you could... You could you can make the case for all sorts of stuff today on Overrun on our bonus show. We're going to talk about likely outcomes for Money in the Bank. It's not too early; we're two weeks away. Still, yeah. a couple uh, uh, spots left. Let's talk about Men's Money in the Bank really quick. Right now, we've got Amos after mm-hmm. last night's win against Riddle. Uh, we've got Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. They both mm-hmm. were able to qualify themselves in, and even though they had a qualifying match against each other, yeah, uh, uh, and of course, Rollins. yeah, Seth freaking Rollins, yep. which leaves. Three spots. Six or five? Three spots? They do it at seven this year, I think. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. Which leaves three spots. Wait, you said five. Wait. There's that's four right now. Yeah, four. Okay, that's right. Yeah. So there's three, there's seven spots. Wow. Three is right. Um. So, yeah, three more spots for men's money in the bank. You got to think they'll have a match between Ezekiel and Kevin Owens for a spot. That seems right. So Kevin Owens moves ahead there. If they do, if they did, uh, you know, that last a last, uh, what did you call it? Uh, one more last shot. Last chance, yeah. Last, last chance. chance thing. Yeah, I could see Riddle getting back in just because he'd be a, a good addition to that. It seems like they're probably going to do what AJ Styles versus Miz at Money in the Bank, or maybe mm-hmm. that's going to be mm-hmm. a Raw feud. But I feel like that's. I mean, it's weird not to have AJ in the match. To be honest, I know. With you. I know. Yeah, honestly, if if you're the Miz, don't you make the case? Hey, uh, shouldn't I be in this thing? Yeah, like he's a two-time winner. So well, maybe he, well, he's maybe a one-time he's a one-time winner of the match, and but he's got the, he had the briefcase twice. Yeah, how did he? What was it? That was the Otis trial. That was the Otis. One, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he well, was awarded a, it in a hey, court of he's law. He's a two-time Mister Money in the Bank. You could get around it by saying that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sammy. Oh yeah. Shinsuke versus Sammy's going down on SmackDown. That's oh. a qualifier. 
So, uh, so yeah, boy, both those guys. But that's got to be Sammy make that match so much better. Yeah, putting him in that match. God, yeah, he's, he's doing such good work these days. He really is. He really is. Let's speak. Let's talk about someone else doing good work. Ezekiel Elias. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Elias returned last night. They seemed they did it. They did two of the scenarios. We, I, I, I don't know if we'd actually said they were going to do a split screen, green screen type thing. I don't recall. that they did. I don't think we said they were going to go that far with it because I was kind of surprised. I was like, oh, they got him in the same shot. They even yeah. did like a little fist bump. The fist thing. bump was well done. <laughs> well, I think well. all they did, all they did was just you know they they had the fake beard on uh, uh, Elias on one side, had him change, or they probably did Ezekiel stuff first and then went to the Elias since the Elias stuff was live in the ring, and probably just you know locked the camera down, did one half of the shot, and then did like a really good jo- job with the fist bump. I think yeah, I think that's I think they just did the time because there there was cuts between them. Yeah. So like so they they did the, they probably just had him do the fist bump a million times or they had it on on probably they probably had a still on camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they, they were able to, yeah. to sync it yeah. up. Yeah. Because they do it but quick, I think, and, you know, if they're a little bit off, it, it's 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 I, fine. You won't notice. I think it was a couch in front of a green screen because I you there was mm. de- I mean I know it was it was like a pattern, but like I it kind of felt a bit green screenish to me. Um, but yeah, they did that, and then like you said, he comes out to the ring. the The fake beard was pretty effective. You could tell it was fake because everything's oh, yeah. HD and oh, 4K yeah. these days. But it was still it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. I thought if they tried a fake beard, it was going to look really bad, like Saturday Night Live bad. But it was, yeah, like, no, it was pretty I, decent. I was I kept on worried uh, worrying during the uh, the concert that it was going to start falling off or something. Oh, they had to have glued that thing down. Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> probably, probably sucked to that. take it off. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so he was in the ring. He, uh, of course, he gets interrupted like he always does. This time it was, of course, by Kevin Owens. No, no, no. I'm going to immediately cut you off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, and so he has his spiel. And then, of course, to prove that they're two different people, like we had speculated up on the Tron. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin, I'm up here. Yep. Oh, man. And Kevin, of course, piecing together exactly how they are doing all this stuff. But then backstage, the reveal of like Ezekiel, who then had to have, if Kevin Owens is correct, had to have gotten dressed or you know redressed yeah. as Ezekiel yeah, yeah, yeah. taking the beard off, and uh, and and met him backstage in that short period of time. Yeah, Kevin Owens driven to the brink of insanity, Larson. Yeah, yeah, it's been solid stuff. They've actually done a really fun job with the storyline, and, and a lot of credit goes to the talent involved, both Ezekiel slash Elias and Kevin Owens, because in other hands, this 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 might have been really flat. It would have been unbearable in in anybody else's hands, but I was actually really happy to see Elias back in my mind. Like when I'm watching, I'm like, oh yeah, they're two people. Like they're they've done such a good job yeah. of separating these personalities. Um, that uh, that yeah, like I'm I'm actually buying into. If they just if Elias went away and they just had Ezekiel at that point, I would buy into him being a different person than Elias, even though I clearly know they're two different people. Yeah, yeah. or they're the same person rather. Uh, so anyways, let's go ahead and dive into it. Let's do it. Kicked off with the Bianca Belair promo. Uh, she comes down says, I look forward to every opportunity to defend my title. I was looking forward to defending my title against Rhea Ripley. She says, I wish I wasn't the one that had to bre- that has to break this news, but Rhea is not going to be medically cleared to compete. So the match isn't happening yet. But when Rhea comes back, I'm going to be waiting until then. Who will I defend my title against at money in the bank? She says, tonight, five women, Alexa, Bliss, Liv Morgan, Carmella, Oscar, and Becky Lynch, will compete in a fatal five-way match to see who, every time I say Bliss's name, uh, my my thing goes off. Yeah. Well, find out who's going to face me at Money in the Bank. Yep. Of course, she's, and they do the procession of everybody comes out and, yeah. and says their piece. Yeah. Yeah. First is Becky. She talks about how she's, she's uh, gotten denied all the opportunities that she's had to win and talk about all the hoops and obstacles she's had to overcome. She says, I should be champion now after what happened at hell in a cell. Uh, Oscar's out next. She asked, uh, uh, Becky, if she's still crying, is she still a big time baby? Uh, Liv is out next. She's like, I'm in a great mood. I already qualified for money in the bank. Something you haven't done, Becky, but here I'll trade that opportunity in to get a shot at Bianca at money in the bank. Then it's Carmella she talks some trash to live. Um, and then uh, Bliss is the last one out. Uh, and she pretty much gets on Carmella about uh, uh, saying that Liv rode her coattails to get money in the bank. She brings up Ellsworth, um, calls Carmella a hypocrite. 
And then Bianca's like, all right, well, you're all here. We're ready for some action. Let's get this match going. And it was next. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it was it was an absolute blast. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Carmella ended up getting the win here. You and I are both big fans of Carmella. Mm-hmm. She has been one of those people. She's she's almost always used. They've given her a couple of different repackages. Never has sort of been seen as, you know, the one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she always does terrific work. Yeah, and, she does. Uh, and I think this could be a really fun match at Money in the Bank with mm-hmm. her and uh, uh, Bianca Belair. Was anything else about this match stood out to you that you wanted to point out? No, it was it was a, it was a really fun, really competitive bout. Um, afterwards, Becky goes backstage at gorilla position and starts complaining to Pierce about how she had the match won. Um, she's like, I should have won at Hell in the Cell. I should have been champion to go to commercially come back. She's still complaining to Pierce. Uh, she says, I'm on the poster for Money in the Bank. I should be number one contender right now. How am I not on the card? And Pierce says, well, you know, before this match happened, you were going to be in a qualifying match against Oscar. You could still earn your shot in Money in the Bank if you want to do that. And Becky's like, yeah, let's do it. And then Pierce says, all right, that's fine. That happens tonight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, after that, uh, that's when uh, no chance. Ah, God damn it, I'm here. Tonight marks the... Uh, 1,517th edition of Monday Night Raw, which continues to make the longest-running episodic show in history because of me. God damn it! That was that. that was the subtext. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's without me, this yeah, doesn't you, happen. Yeah, you give us the subtext, there, Larson. And for that, I say thank you. God Shower me with praise. Raw's been on the air for almost 30 years. 20 of those years have been dominated by the greatest superstar of all time, who I made. Yeah. And who will return no. next week? John Cena, yeah. yeah. He's going to return next week. John Cena, god damn it. Multimedia superstar. My creation. Yeah. And then he, on his way out, he jumps off the second uh, step of the ring steps. Oh, yeah, man. Surprising he didn't blow out both of his Tear some uh, quads. quads. Tear his quads again. Yeah. yeah. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, We got a Brock return to recap. They uh, 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 announced, at least on Raw, I guess they announced this before uh, that Roman versus Brock at SummerSlam is going to be a last man standing match. Yep. After that, we had Money in the Bank qualifier, Riddle versus Amos. There's an awful lot of talking uh, during this whole bit. Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot. Yeah. Yeah. Kicked off with a Riddle promo. I'm really getting tired of the Randy stuff, dude. It's so because he. <laughs> When he talks about like, oh, I came so close and it was important for my friends, my family, but more importantly, Randy. It's just getting kind of cringy at this point. And I think that they're really doing a decent job building Riddle up as like a solo guy. Yeah. But he's got he to gotta cut it out with this. Well, thing. I mean, I, I'll say this in defense of it, kind of. If this is going to lead, I guess the problem is if. Randy was due back soon. I would get it in that, yeah. you know, he's going on and on. I'm trying to do this all for Randy, and then he fails at every turn. Randy could come back and say, like, you're doing this for me, and yet you failed at every turn. Yeah, right. How much have you really learned from me? You know, there yeah. could be a story to be told, but if Randy's not going to be back for nine months or something like that. Yeah. It just makes me – I hope it's not just his his gimmick now. You yeah. know, it's like, oh, Randy's gone. His gimmick is I'm sad Randy's gone. Yeah. Uh, anyways, he says, uh, one month ago, Randy may have had his career ended at the hands of bloodline. And that day I made a promise to himself and Randy to myself, so, and Randy that I'd get vengeance last Friday. I was close, went toe to toe with Roman, but at the end of the day, he's a tribal chief. He beat me. He said, I let myself down. I let the fans down. And more importantly, Randy, so I might be down, but I'm not out. Like I said, Roman will have to kill me to stop me. He says, maybe I can't challenge for the undisputed title, but I can win money in the bank. He says, I know it's a long shot. By the way, he's got rib tape, too, selling the effects of the spear. He says, it's a long shot, and I can cash in on Roman. He says, uh, I can end the reign of terror and finally get that sweet vengeance that me and Randy desire. Uh, He says, uh, there's a lot of competition out there, including that punk-ass Seth Rollins. And uh, he says, speaking of which, 
uh, I'm going to get you. He says, I want to, uh, I want to hit Seth with ladder because he hit my boy Cody in the chest with a sledgehammer mm-hmm. MVP and a Moss walk out MVP asks Riddle basically if he's high. Cause he's been hanging out with Snoop again. Uh, and, uh, it's just talk a lot. There's a, there's yeah, a lot of talks. Talking. Yeah. There's, there's a, lot a lot of talking, talking. here. And then a Moss beats Riddle. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, you know, for being a one dimensional in ring wrestler, People usually get the most they can out of him. In this case, you know, he was just he was crushing R- Riddle's ribs a lot because that's yeah. what he was targeting. He yeah, was yeah. like, get him up here, he'd do the bear hug thing, yeah. and uh, and eventually, I think yeah, he uh, he hit uh, uh, a choke, oh, the choke bomb, the choke bomb, yeah, 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 and then he gets the win with that. After the bell, he hits Riddle with another choke bomb, and then Seth Rollins comes to the ring. Riddle gets to his feet. Rollins gives him a cheap shot, throws him out of the ring, calls for a mic. So Seth starts talking. He says, uh, I don't uh, share airspace with losers, and Riddle is the ultimate loser. He says, first you lose your buddy Randy, then you lost to Roman, and now you've lost your opportunity at Money in the Bank. Truth be told, uh, I shouldn't be too hard on Riddle because it didn't matter if he qualified because no one in the field can beat Roman. Only one man can beat him, and you're looking at him. He says, Roman's been ducking me since I emotionally dismantled him at the Rumble. He says, but in less than two weeks, I'm going to collect the money in the bank contract, and Roman can hide all he wants. But he, uh, he said, I'll find him. And if he thought the first time I cashed in my money in the bank was cool, well, you haven't seen nothing yet. Yep. And then Riddle blasts Seth from behind, but Seth gets the upper hand pretty quickly and hits him with a stomp. You know, if after uh, Money in the Bank ladder match we get a, a Seth and Riddle feud through the summer, that should be that should be entertaining. And it's something I never thought we would see a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What? Yeah, what do you think is more likely to happen? Well, I guess. Yeah, what do you think is more likely to happen? Goldberg versus Riddle or Brock versus Riddle? At this juncture, I'd say Brock versus Riddle. Probably Brock because I don't know how much wrestling Goldberg is going to be doing anymore. Um, but uh, but yeah, you'd think that uh, you know, given what we'd heard about what happened backstage with Riddle and Brock, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Just I mean, I, I'd still be pretty surprised if either of them happened, but I, I would be less surprised if if Brock versus Riddle happened. I think uh, if, Rid- if Riddle continues on this trajectory and he has like a killer feud with Randy when he comes back, mm-hmm. that might ma- that might make Riddle into the big deal that I think they want him to. It be. could be. It could In be. which case, if Brock is still wrestling, then I could I could see that match maybe happening. Yeah, yeah it might be two possible. years. Yeah. Uh, next, we had a theory promo. He was on top of the podium. Uh, and about to recreate the pose down from last week. He says, everybody wants to know what it's like to be a prodigy or the new chosen one or even better, the new face of WWE. He says, I'm not expecting anyone to relate to me, the youngest U.S. champ in, in WWE history. Since last week, I stood on this podium and showed the whole, whole world my physique and proved that Lashley couldn't touch me. In fact, nobody could touch me. He says, at this point in my career, I'm already better than Lashley has ever been. And next week, yeah, that might be the 20-year uh, Cena celebration, but his time is up. My time is now. And he says, oh, and the crowd starts booing. And he says, oh, is that unfair to say that about the greatest of all time? Wasn't fair. It's at the pose down last week. Y'all didn't get to see all my immaculate poses. So tonight you're going to get to see the most perfect body in all of WWE at the Invitational Theory pose down. So he oils up, does his poses, and he's talking crap about Lashley. And Lashley comes in. The ring stands behind him. And Theory wraps up, tells the crowd, shut up. He asks them, why are you chanting for Lashley? Stop doing that. And he takes a selfie, and he's looking at the picture, and he realizes that Lashley's back there. So he does a slow turnaround. Lashley squirts baby oil in Theory's face and then spears him off the podium. I thought this segment was a lot better than last it week's. It was. It was um, a lot better. I thought the, the clever bit about him taking a selfie and then having a look at it because he Lashley there, uh, that was pretty funny. And on top of that, dude, he did what we were talking about, what yep. he should have been doing last week. I thought he was pretty funny when he was actually doing the poses. Oh, you want the side chest? Here's a side chest. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I thought that the entire time, I think having the mic with him here, I think it's actually a really smart move to put that mic on him because if there's one thing he needs to improve upon, it's his improv stuff. Mm-hmm. It's off the cuff remarks. It's really going to get him. Oh, people! This guy's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. We're going to start to like him as a heel. Yeah. Um. And you just stick that thing on him, so he never he's he never he doesn't have the opportunity to not talk. Yeah. Um. And I thought he was pretty funny last night. I yeah. thought that the whole setup was pretty clever. Yeah, I thought it was pretty pretty solid too. Uh, we go to commercial. We come back. We get a theory interview backstage. 
he says Lashley doesn't deserve anything. He, uh, he says uh, Lashley only wishes he could hold the U.S. title. He says, but I was just in Adam Pierce's office and suggested an idea that Pierce accepted. He says, here's the idea. Lashley has to defeat three other opponents in a gauntlet match, and if by some chance he wins, which he won't, then I'll defend the U.S. title against Lashley at Money in the Bank. Yep, yep. Uh, after that, we had uh, Jay Uso versus Angelo Dawkins. The Usos come out for a promo first. Talk about being the undisputed tag champions. We hold all the gold. The bloodline's running both shows, and we're smashing everybody, and Roman's going to smash Brock again, and we're going to yeah. smash the Prophets again. And da, 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 da. Prophets get to the ring. They do a lot of talking, and then uh, they have the match. Yeah. Which uh, Dawkins wins? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he hits yeah, the sort of the, the Usos thing in it. Like they just get killed in, in like singles competition. I know, I know. They always win their tag matches. I know. So uh, Dawkins hits the silencer that gets the two. He's looking for the spine buster. Uh, Us- uh, Jimmy, sorry, Jay counters that with the knee. Hits super kick, goes up top, and he jumps right into the pop up spine buster from Dawkins. And my favorite part Dawkins of that, and commentary noticed it afterwards, was uh, Jimmy. When Jay started going up top, just turned around and put his one up, thought he was going to win. And then when he heard the ref count, he went one, two, three. And then he heard Dawkins, uh, the Street Province music was, <laughs> it was like, ah, my guy lost. <laughs> that was pretty damn funny. Uh, then we're backstage. Uh, Elias is sitting on a couch. He's strumming his guitar. There's a knock. Ezekiel enters. They're sitting across each other on the couch. So uh, Ezekiel says, you know, there's a lot that's happened since I last saw you. I made my debut here in WB. I won my first match, but I still got to deal with a lot of dadders like Kevin Owens. But hey, enough about me. What's new with you? Elias says, you know, I've been traveling the world, writing songs and playing shows, but nothing compares to playing in front of, the, of a WWE crowd. And Ezekiel kind of gives him some crap about, hey, you used to come out to, 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 to shows and talk crap about the crowd. And Ezekiel, or sorry, Elias says, no, I'm a changed man. Seeing you live your dreams, hearing the crowd cheer you on, it's changed my own perspective. I'm proud to be performing in front of, of the fans in Nebraska. I just hope they remember what WWE stands for. Walk with Elias. So Ezekiel's like, yeah, this, this means the world to me. You know, I know our parents are watching this. And, uh, you know, maybe you'll see me in the, in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Imagine me winning that and, and winning the undisputed title. Because then everyone will want to speak with Zeke. And uh, uh, Elias tells him, "Oh, hold on! Don't get ahead of yourself." Uh, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy that I see this this wholesome kid like you have a mean streak. I like what I see. And hey, brother, I love you. <laughs> but now I got to tune up before I perform. And Ezekiel's like, "All right, brother." Do the fist bump. <laughs> yeah, the fist bump. <laughs> well, they got close enough, you know. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like it was like right. <laughs> it was like right here, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was good, man. It was good. Uh, so after that, we had the Elias concert. He says, it feels great to be here in Nebraska. I don't want to thank you guys for welcoming me back and taking care of my little brother, Zeke. He says, I'm here for a couple reasons. One of them is that there is a universal truth and that WWE stands for Walk with Elias. And everybody plays along with that. Yeah. He says, in light of everything that's going on, I'm going to kick things off with a song dedicated to my brother. And then, of course, he starts to pray, play Kevin Owens. Oh, no, 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 I'm interrupting this immediately. And he says, I'm putting an end to this charade. Nobody wants this concert. You're a liar, a disgusting liar with no integrity. He says, you might have the people of Nebraska fooled, but not me. He says, I know that Elias and Ezekiel are the same person. That video didn't fool me. Movie magic, they can do anything these days. He says, I, move, I saw a movie with a dinosaur in it last week. I saw a T-Rex could fly a helicopter. That proves nothing. That's great. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> so Zeke shows up on the Tron. He's like, hey, Kevin, Kevin up here. He says, uh, he says I, do, do you get it now? I've been telling you the truth this whole time. You have to accept it and move on. And Elias says, hey, man, it's clear as day. None, neither of us are lying. He says, but to make it clear, how about I sing a song? Uh, and he sings a song about Kevin Owens being a liar, and the crowd starts chanting, KO is a liar, because that's the chorus of the song. So Kevin Owens tells him, you know, stop enough. He snatches the guitar from Elias. He throws it out of the ring. Crowd boos. Elias hits him with a jumping knee and then uh, grabs another guitar because he has a couple of them out there, breaks it over the back of Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens stumbles backstage, so we're backstage now. Clearly a pre-tape segment. Yeah. Kevin walks in for an interview, and uh, he's asked uh, if Kevin is now convinced. And he says, why would I be convinced? I can explain it all. Uh, he's, he probably pre-recorded the, the, the stuff on the Tron. He glued a beard on. He says, uh, he says but what I, what I do know is my back is hurt, my knee is hurt. He says, uh, uh, but I know I'm challenging one of them to a match next week. Doesn't care if it's Ezekiel, Elias, or even their younger brother, Elrond. 
And then, uh, and then Ezekiel steps up. And he's like, hey, man, I heard your challenge, and I accept. And Kevin Owens legitimately looked confused. He's like, how did he yeah. get from here to there? You know? Yeah. It was good yeah. stuff. It was pretty well done. Uh, then we got the gauntlet match that if Lashley wins, then he gets a U.S. title shot. The first match was Lashley against Chad Gable. This is good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Lashley, uh, the wins with the Hurt Lock. The the sequence to get to the Hurt Lock was great. Was that awesome. wheel barrel up right to the yeah. Hurt Lock. That was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Um, as soon as uh, Gable taps out, Otis attacks Lashley, and he's thrown Lashley around ringside all over the place. And finally gets in the ring. Bell rings for their match. Uh, Lashley is looking for a Hurt Lock on Otis eventually, after Otis got a bunch of his own shit in. Uh, Lashley eventually hits the spear, covers uh, Gable breaks up that pin, so Lashley wins by DQ. Alpha Academy just dis- destroy Lashley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Gable hits him with the German suplex. Otis falls with a splash. Uh, Lashley's third opponent is Theory himself. Uh, he's looking pretty quickly for an A-Tow down. Lashley counters with a roll-up to get the win, so he'll yeah. get his U.S. title match. Yep, yep. Uh, after that, we had a Bianca Belair interview. Says she wasn't surprised by Carmella's win. Talks her up, says uh, uh, she's always been an amazing competitor. She's like, I'm not going to underestimate her. And then, bang, Carmella attacks her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she says, oh, you're always ready, huh? Says, watch your back, because Mel is money. Uh, and then we had Ms. TV with AJ Styles. And it's just sort of, I'm not going to go over everything. It's just Ms. you know, basically uh, uh, saying that uh, AJ has been going through a lot of shit lately with the Judgment Day stuff and joining mm-hmm. Judgment Day. Um, not qualifying for money in the bank. He calls then, him a failure. Uh, and then he calls him a failure, yeah. And then AJ's like, oh, is that supposed to sting? And he says, you're, you're naive. And he says, obviously, you don't watch college football because this is Cornhusker territory or country. And he says, since we're talking about corn, you must feel like a failure knowing that your wife married a guy with tiny popcorn balls. <laughs> tiny popcorn balls. I, the, 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 this, this thing uh, uh, about Mrs. Balls, the yeah. front area. yeah. Is this a rib? <laughs> I don't know, but it certainly feels like an old school rib, huh? It does, doesn't it? <laughs> you think he's got tiny balls? Did somebody see his balls? I don't oh know. Maybe. It is, it's such a Vince thing, dude. It really is. Yeah. So Miz fights back. So this is not becoming a thing. He says, my balls are massive. And, uh, and AJ, you know, eggs on the crowd. They're chanting tiny balls. Miz fights back. Says, no, I have massive balls. Uh, so AJ, uh, so, um, uh, Ms. then says, you know, what's it like to be a huge disappointment like AJ and AJ says, Oh, Ms. is trying to get me to lose my cool. He says, I admit things have not been going my way. I'm not in money in the bank. That's on me. He says, one of my friends turned my back on, turned his back on me. He says, but I've been through adversity before. That's how I became phenomenal. When I get disrespected, I don't run my mouth like the Miz. I do this and he punches Ms. with the mic. And then uh, Champa lays out AJ from behind. Champa's looking to lose another match, Larson. Yep, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, AJ hits a phenomenal form to get the win. A solid, what, three to five minute bout. Uh, and then Miz gets in the ring, takes a swing at AJ. AJ ducks it. He hits Miz with the Styles Clash and then puts on Miz's sunglasses. Looked like, uh, what was his uh, uh, alter ego in the oh, South Oh, uh, Malibu Al? Is that what it was? It looked like Malibu Al, yeah. yeah. After that, we had kind of an awkward Veer Mahan interview. Yeah, they do it from the Okerlund position. Is that what they call yeah, it? Something yeah, like that, yeah. So it's that weird thing. It's sort of a stage, whatever. Um, and he's asked about, hey, you beat the, uh, the the legend Rey Mysterio last week. And he says, well, what I did to the Mysterios was just the beginning. He says, WWE has never seen hunger like mine before. He says, I love carnage. No one knows how to stop me because I can't be stopped. Not going to be stopped until there's nothing left to pick off the bones. Fear veer is the catchphrase. I at least um, like that he's talking in his like normal voice instead of, you know. I appreciate that, too. And I think that, you know, with a bunch more reps, he'll become a better speaker. He was mm-hmm. sort of using weird. Like, there was a couple sort of botched phrases he had here. Um, that's an intimidating position to be in when you have the crowd behind you. And just sort of like a sea of people out there. And then, and you got to now not be uh, the monosyllabic monster 
Mm-hmm. You know, now you have to speak like a kind of a normal person, but still be intense. I feel like the direction here is is wonky for him, and it's going to take him a second to get confident on the oh, mic. Probably, yeah. But I, I hope he gets there because I think he's got a lot going on for him. I really do. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Uh, then we had our main event: Becky Lynch versus Asuka. Uh, spot in the Money in the Bank ladder match on the line. This is a really fun match. You put Becky and Asuka in the ring. Good things happen. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, awesome. I could I could watch them wrestle every week, man. Yep. Uh, so the finish saw Becky looking for a manhandle slam. Oscar tries to reverse that into a rope. Said Becky just sits down, gets a two. So Becky's looking for a disarm her. Oscar escapes that, kicks Becky in the head for the win. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. then Becky just throws an absolute fit ringside, and yeah. then just kind of slouches against the ring, uh, distraught that she is mm-hmm. uh, at this juncture not going to be participating. At Money in the Bank. Correct. And that is your Raw Recap. Let's go ahead and answer some questions. I have a questions thread here on the Twitter. I'm sorry, on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. If you want to check out some uh, bonus content, we got a bunch there on the Patreon, including today's episode of Overrun. Every Tuesday, we give you a bonus episode at the $5 and up mark on Patreon. It's a great way to help support going in raw. Every Thursday, we've got the numbers don't lie. This week, it is AJ Styles we're going to be looking at. Um, And then also later on this week, I'll be posting up the first episode of W. Steve W. After Dark, only for patrons. Uh, It's a dark match that we filmed after W. Steve W. last Question for you. Yes. Did you uh, run some commercials during this episode of W. Steve W.? Brand new commercials. New one for Del Taco. That was mm-hmm. probably from like 1981 or so. Interesting. Uh, we had a new one from uh, Crush Soda Ooh. that had a cameo from Ian Ziering. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, from like, I don't know, pre-90210. Huh. And then, uh, and then a couple of the old favorites. Of course, the Gilson family are big benefactors of mm. W. Steve W. Mm-hmm. You know, they, the are last... they bankrolled this whole operation, yeah? Yeah, it's the last chunk of their uh, mowing empire money, which, you know, unfortunately got sold to the Deere Corporation John a long Deere, time right? ago. John Deere Corporation uh, after a horrific accident with uh, Fred Deere. I'm sorry, Fred Gilson, rather, the, the eldest son of the Gilson family. Mm. So there's a lot going on there, man. It's very complex, deep storylines. Sounds like it. Yeah. First up, Blake Whitehouse says, does Montez Ford's greatness overshadow just how good Angelo Dawkins actually is? Montez Ford is very flashy in everything he does. So I kind of feel like it does, yeah. It does to a degree. Dawkins is very steady, and he is very good. He is very good. He's very consistent. Mm -hmm. Um, I think his character can become like a a super relatable one uh, if if they did split. Yeah. Uh, That being said, I think Montez Ford has that extra thing. That just screams he could be a single star, like a big mm-hmm. star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Josh Field says, "Do you think we'll continue to see more events?" Yeah, I think for I the think foreseeable right. future, he's going to he's going right. to shoehorn yeah. himself into as many shows as possible to get those cheers and in his in his own way remind people why not only is he still there, that why he needs to stick around. It would not shock me if he showed up at NXT. Yeah, would not shock me. Uh, Alex Foster says, what challengers would you want to have shorter feuds with Roman? He gives an example, Xavier Woods. He says he never got payback for Roman breaking his crown. I think that's a good idea. That's true. Um, and Woods got a DQ or a DQ win over Roman that Heyman then had the lobby changed to a no contest. You know what could be a wildly fun feud for Roman? Sheamus. Yeah, with Butch and the and the the Fight Club, the Brawling Brutes or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sheamus number one can put on phenomenal matches. The crowd, I think, would easily sort of side with Sheamus because I think he he's at the point where he just puts on really good matches. Butch is over, um, and I think people would love to see Sheamus step up to Roman in that mm-hmm. respect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that could be really fun as like it a short term SmackDown feud, you know? Yeah, but I, I guess the 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 potential issue with that is if Roman is predominantly wrestling on the major pay per views and not the B shows. Yeah, I and know. showing up on TV kind of intermittently, more often than not, to promote those matches it doesn't leave a whole lot of opportunities for Sheamus. Well, it doesn't leave opportunities for anybody. For I mean, anybody, if we yeah. already know what his what, what is for. They're, 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 
you're you're right in that the premise of this question, unfortunately, probably won't come to pass because there won't be any short term feuds. Mm -mm, you know, mm -mm. I mean, right now we see a short term feud that's not going to pay off for another month and change. You know, and that's Brock coming back. I know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Enforcer says, Steve, who would win in a pose down, cheeseburger or Hoss Hart? Well, the Hart family, I think one thing that I don't think they're practicing a lot of down there in the Hart dungeon is uh, is posing. Mm -hmm. You know, they're about the substance, the meat of wrestling. Yes, yes. not the flash. Cheeseburger. Not the sizzle. They're about the steak. Right. I think Cheeseburger would probably win the, uh, the, uh, the, the pose down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah could be. Uh, White Brownie with Bobby facing Theory for the U.S. title at Money in the Bank. Does this still lead to a Cena Theory match at SummerSlam? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Theory's, Bobby, yeah. Theory's, Theory's going to be Lashley. Money in the yeah. Bank. Yeah. 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 He's probably going to have to cheat to do it, but yeah, that's yep. going to happen. Yep. He will. Uh, Nikhil says, "Give a faction name for Ezekiel, Elias, and Elrod, beginning with the letter E." Evolution 2. There you go. Uh, Taimur Rahman says, what food would make the best food to use in a food fight? Um, for some reason, Jello pops in my head because if you, if it, especially if it's like really gelatinous, yeah, yeah. you can grip it, throw it, but on impact, it'll yeah. all over the place. I think uh, J-Rock Daddy is the first time chatting in our Twitch chat. He's got it right. It's just pie. Pie. Because pie, you know, it can blind, you know, temporarily blind your opponent. You know, you got it all over their face. Mm -hmm. But it, it doesn't, like, it's also a projectile weapon. It explodes on contact. Yeah. yeah. Pie's the way to go. Uh, Delaney Demand, with a majority of the f fields fields filled, who are your main the bank winners? I could see the power couple of Seth and Becky walking out of Vegas with the briefcases. We're going to talk about that on uh, yeah. Overrun today quite a bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'll have to think about it between now and then. Because, yeah, no, I mean, Seth, Seth is sort of peaking. You, you sort of go with who's peaking in the moment. And especially after going 0 for 3 against Cody. Yeah, this, this is going to be the make good for that. And, you know, he you, you got Roman and Brock again at a stadium show. Mm -hmm. A lot of par parallels. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, although at this juncture, if Seth tries to cash in, he's going to fail. Yeah. Oh, you think so? Yeah, you're probably right because yeah. Roman ain't dropping that title. No. That could be. That could. Although be. Seth is the one guy who could make the claim that he has both Roman and Brock's number because mm -hmm. he's beaten Brock too. Yeah. 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 I mean, if if this is all about putting notches, the, the, these years are all about putting notches on Roman's belt. You know. It's like, oh, surviving a Seth Rollins cash-in? Acknowledge me. Yeah, yeah, It's exactly. all about make-goods for Roman. It yeah. really is. A lot of his feuds are all about make-goods over mm -hmm. past losses or past disappointments. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's a good, that's a good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, we have no idea about that one. How far? Oh, Mayor Plan of Houston says, how far do you want to see Becky Lynch spiral into insanity? I think your your assessment that this is going to culminate. She's going to hit rock bottom at SummerSlam by getting beat by Bianca. Seconds, Twenty-five seconds. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then she should seriously go after the twenty-four-seven title because then at least she has a, a championship, and from there she can start the climb back to the top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. All right. That's going to do it for us. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, like I said, at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, we'll be doing Overrun today. Correct. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Also for YouTube channel members and Twitch subs as well. So hopefully we'll see you there. Thanks for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald here to tell you to go support Going In Raw and Friendo Club at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. They got bonus episodes, ad-free audio, a weekly newsletter rounding up the weekend wrestling news, and a bunch more. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Go support or get hit with a stutter.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 